All right, folks, it's another episode of America's Hometown Horror, and I am excited to say that for the first time since we have started doing the show, we have a new advertiser. That advertiser is Fanatics. Fanatics is the world's largest collection of official fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and players you love. If you enjoy America's Hometown Horror and are looking to buy a new jersey, sweatshirt, or hat, you can support us by going to podgo.co slash fanatics and get 25% off your next order. That's podgo.co slash fanatics. Fanatics, officially licensed everything. Thank you to Fanatics for sponsoring our show. What do you think of that? Thanks, I think of a song, and it's, I feel like we made it, like, to a certain extent. It's not yeah. the biggest deal, I'd but be, it's a big deal for Is that a Shania a... Twain song? Looks like we made it. That's Looks not a Shania like Twain song, is it? Looks like we made it. Yeah. Oh, oh we've come, come now, baby. baby. Might have took a long way. <laughs> we knew we'd get this someday. All right, that's how you one. do an ad read right there, folks. That is how you do an ad read. Uh, but I would be remiss if I did not say a big thank you to Shine Through Window Cleaning for sponsoring the first year of our show. So thanks again to Shine Through and go to Fanatics and get 25% off. When you guys are big and rich and famous, just don't forget Shine Through. <laughs> And away we go. What is up? What is up? What is going on, folks? My name is Mike, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of America's Hometown Horror. America's Hometown Horror. Happy to have you back. And as always, I am joined by my esteemed co-hosts, Kat. What's up? (laughs) Good to have you, as always. And back for the first time in a few weeks, Mr. Andrew. What's going on, pal? Jeez, how many episodes did I miss? Uh, two, I think. Two. What two did you do? While I was no, there? we did what no. we do in the shadows, and oh no, we did the, no, the no, so just one, one, just the what we do in the fun. shadows. Yeah, because you were on the set. Like been gone for years. No, well, I, mean, I forgot that we recorded. To be uh, fair, the, yeah, we recorded them close together, and then we took a week off, and then we recorded one, and then now you're back. So it's been two. Kind of reminds me of that Seinfeld episode where Jerry's talking to George about. Elaine's replacement that he's got one lined up. And George is like, <laughs> glad you don't have a replacement for me. Right. So quickly, he's like, oh no, we well, do. Well, you weren't replaced. You were just not here. It was well, now I feel like Mike, that's double so. pressure to bring it. <laughs> yeah. Gotta bring it, especially we got the new ad read. Shit is real. <laughs> gotta bring it. Yeah, so so, uh, so what's been going on? What's been going on uh, since the last time we talked to you on the well, show? We went to Myrtle Beach. Yeah, how was that? Was fun. Yes. Uh, it was and quarantined after. Um, no, it was a good time. I mean, golfed, drank. Instead of one bar. Bars are open. At, yeah. Got yelled at by some Did, old guy. Um, it's fine, though. Whatever. How were the golf courses? Uh, soggy. They soggy. had in, they had got a lot of rain before, and we were in, it's oh. in a very, it's like a wetland. It's like low, yeah. below sea level, so everything was a swamp. Did you play at a Jack Nicholson course? Jack Nicholas? Nichol- what? The Nicholson's the actor. Jack Nicholas is the golfer. Shit. Sorry. Everyone always confuses them. It's okay. Quite yeah, right. I mean, it. we didn't. Uh, it was yeah, windy. No it was wind. windy. I mean, and it was it was warm. A couple. I mean, but it was like high forties, low fifties. So it wasn't that much better. But golfing in January for a week, somewhere I mean, different. Yeah, it was still great. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Can't beat that. I mean, what else could you really ask for? 
Not much. I had some maybe, maybe some. Yeah. Oh, I love Bojangles. Which is really good. Cat loves Bojangles. If they ever want to do an ad read, um, I would endorse the shit out of their fried chicken. I would buy a franchise up here and own Dude, it please. myself. Dude, please. Because all guys, Popeyes. And people go, well, there's Bojangles. Chick-fil-A. No. But Chick-fil-A doesn't have fried chicken. No. They have... Well, they have chicken no, tenders and Bojangles. nuggets. Yeah, they don't have... Chicken yeah. and biscuits. Exactly. Yeah. That's what Their it biscuits is. were phenomenal. And Those were probably the uh, best biscuits I've had at a fast food joint ever. Yeah. Did you have a dirty rice? Is legit. Their dirty rice is dirty rice. No, is I had so their mashed old. potatoes with the brown gravy. No. I mean, what am I not? You a should have um their dirty rice, their mashed potatoes, their chicken, and their gravy. You should have every like a little bit of everything because well, it's amazing. Bojangles next time is my I'm favorite. South of food Pennsylvania, chain. I'll go to Bojangles. Yes, because that was the first one we found was in Virginia, right? Yeah, we were driving <laughs> driving down. They <laughs> don't have any. There's none north no. of Pennsylvania. I don't no. know. I think it's only a matter of time before it comes up here. But oh, I, I hope, hope so. so. I, hope I mean, so. there's you, plenty of places in the colony place that need a fried chicken joint. So. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> well, speaking of fried chicken, so you uh, you mentioned earlier that you had your first Chick-fil-A experience. Your thoughts? I did. You know, um, I wish reviews. I had the chicken strips instead of the chicken nuggets. Mm-hmm. I'll say. But I did, like, I appreciated the option to have grilled Chicken and fried chicken as a woman, which I know not everyone is going to agree with because I am, you know, the only woman here. And you guys are going to be like, don't, you, 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 you do know no, that if you go to a fast food restaurant, though, it's not grilled chicken. I know. I, I'm just saying. It's a nice option. It came option. with lines on it. It's a nice option. Also, a nice option is their macaroni and cheese, which Ooh, is yeah. phenomenal. It's good. It's very good. Oh, my gosh. It Time was... out. So you hadn't been to Chick-fil-A? No. Oh, never. I it was you. No. No. no, no, no I got confused because the bag said Mike's name on it. Well, he ordered picture. Oh, I ordered through the no, app. I, you through you the app. I was like, Mike hasn't had yeah. Chick-fil-A? No, he yeah. like, you had like had Chick-fil-A. No, I had not Chick-fil-A. Did you yeah. have a milkshake? No. You did not get milkshake. Oh, I still my can. God. You know what the best thing about those places is they have milk wash in the bathroom. What? Wow. The ones down south, they have like, it's like a sanitizer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it was sanitizer. I think they have milk wash. So you swallowed hand sanitizer? No. I think some of them down south actually have milk wash. Oh, okay. Because I didn't drink any. How did that? I can see they have like the southern hospitality thing going on, so I I could see that. I could see that. that. You know what's better though? Their honey mustard is very good. (laughs) Uh, I'm a big fan of the Chick Fil A sauce. Um, I was gonna say that chicken on a biscuit is my favorite part of the sandwich ever. Spicy chicken sandwich there is. You know what was weird that I had there one time though? It was chicken, egg, cheese on a everything bagel. And a Chick Fil A. It was. They have it on their breakfast menu. Yeah. It didn't it's taste a, good? It wasn't bad. The ba- It was the bagel. The bagel threw it all off. It wasn't oh. a good bagel. It wasn't like a Lender's um. bagel or like a good Jewish bagel. Which there's yeah. nothing wrong with saying that. No, like, no, no. no. The that, best bagels are authentic. Jewish. Yes. Um, no, it's just weird eating a chicken on a chicken on... Yeah. No, I know cow. what you mean. Yeah. Chick- yeah an, the, egg, the, an egg some... and cheese, it seems... That makes more sense than anything because it's chicken with the unfertilized chicken on top of it and then a piece of cheese. I never, I don't think I can ever really get behind that. It was weird. I, it I, was different. I know it, I know, but I... A I burger with an egg is a big and, difference between, like it belongs together. on a pork product. With the egg. Like the like an egg pork. and steak, like steak and eggs. No, yeah, I know, but it was like, weird on chicken. It was very different. Yeah, I... You can bad. You can take the egg from my burger and throw it right in the fucking trash. I hate I don't really prefer burgers. that because yeah. I don't like runny eggs. Yeah. So I don't want that on anything. Yeah, that's kind of I don't know if I same would position. put an egg on a chicken because I feel like that just it'd be, it'd sounds be, It'd be odd. It seems wrong. sacrilegious. It sounds wrong. Right, I agree. I agree. 
Yeah, I agree. It doesn't. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> yeah, no. So hey, um, fast food talk. So we do I will. I will open a yeah. Bojangles someday. That is my mission in life. If any, if it ends up coming up here, sometime, don't set your goals so high. No, 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 no. I want to own a franchise for Bojangles, Bojangles because yeah. I want to eat there every day. Yeah. Like, <laughs> can, I, can I be ten percent owner just so I can? Yes, eat all the Bojangles. That's what I want. Just I want eat, eat all the rights. money you make. Yep, I don't yep. need money. Just like I. Well, I know a rest. Anyways, I won't even go into that because right, it's way so too much Bojangles. Bojangles is good. Chick-fil-A is good. Andrew had a good time in Myrtle Beach. And uh, everything's open down there. So thinking of going out golfing and uh, going to a bar afterwards is really uh, making me wish that uh, my dry January experience is going to be over very soon, which which it is, thank God, because it's, uh, it's been a little tough from time to time. It's been quite a dry January. Yeah, very, very dry. Kat but, did a good um, job, though, right? Yeah, I did a great job. Did you last a week? <laughs> Uh, four days. All right, so we can call you out on that. Well, four days after the three days, because it started, like, on a Friday or something, and I was like, I'm not starting dry it's... January on a Friday. So I started on the Monday, and then by by Friday, I was like, um... Even more... No, I'm definitely not going to do I wasn't doing January. that. I wasn't doing that to besmirch you and make you feel bad. I was doing that to prop up Michael. Oh. So that we can all take a moment out of our busy schedules to applaud... Oh, well, thank yes. you. Thanks. Yes. Because that's Michael. impressive. He's going to go. He's I'd gonna like go to thank all the little people I stepped on on yep. my way to get yeah. here. Yes, of you course. All us weak Yeah, Yeah, but whatever. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's fun, I guess. But it's almost over, so we're almost done. But anyway, back to horror. So, Andrew, I know uh, it's been a little while since you've been on. I'm sure you've probably watched some scary stuff over the last couple of weeks. You got anything uh, good that you checked out that you want to report on? Let's see. I watched that documentary on Netflix, uh, Night Stalker. Oh, yes. Okay. Tell me maybe, about that. I think it was Four episodes, maybe. I think it was four episodes. I definitely four like hour long episodes, roughly, um, about a serial killer in Southern California, mid Cal, like yeah, throughout California. Mm-hmm. And um, they only had like throughout the whole show, they only had one piece of evidence, and it was his shoe print, mm-hmm. and it was left at like every crime. Yeah, which is so weird to me. Like, how are you going to, like, you find that shoe print everywhere. Yeah. Like, on anything. Like, which leads to me to believe that you shouldn't wear shoes because they don't have, like, toe prints. So, you know, like, <laughs> fingerprints, they have fr- yeah. fingerprints. You're better off, if you're going to murder someone or go into their house and steal something, don't wear any shoes. <laughs> I mean, you may give off some DNA. Just giving murder advice. Well, that's the way I look at it is because it's a lot easier to recognize a shoe print because there's only so many shoes. But they don't even have a, they probably don't even have a database on footprints. No, not at all. No. How would it's they get like, that? No, of course yeah. not. That's why we don't know where fucking Sasquatch is. If we had a DNA <laughs> basis on footprints, we would know that Sasquatch is and not Sasquatch. A, I mean, is everyone's actually is everyone toe is everyone's toes different from like everyone's? I fingers? believe I would assume it's the same thing, but no one gives a fuck about toe prints. True. <laughs> True. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. If no one's in toe prints. We're gonna go rob a house. Don't wear any shoes. Wait, okay. Or wear booties. Like why Mark Wahlberg in The Departed. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, there, there you go. Right why there. wouldn't people care about toe prints just as much as they care about fingerprints? People don't walk around barefoot most of the time, I guess. Yeah, how, how often are you touching things with your toes? Well, I'm just saying. You go, you go to like, someone's house and you murder them. Are you like rubbing their nose with your but toe? Would you be? Would you be more likely if someone said, "Can I have your like toe print versus your fingerprint?" I'd be much more likely to be like, "Take my toes." Yes, well, that's also because whole, I get my toes done. Also, the whole point of this I mean, is most people when they're doing anything, they're wearing sneakers, so your toe print is fucking irrelevant. Are you missing that point. part of yeah, this? Exactly. Yeah. Yes. yes, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm saying it's less. You're less likely to get. No, we're leaving that in. No, no. You're less likely to get caught if you take <laughs> off your shoes because they can figure out where you bought your shoes, who manufactured these shoes, where they came from. 
Like they had it all but down maybe to a science. It's a they had it, it was like in the mid '80s, and they figured out that this one specific type of shoe was sold at some place in Arizona or whatever. One that one pair of shoes was sold there, mm-hmm. and they still couldn't find them. Yeah, but maybe That's someone crazy. was barefoot walking around. I and get that. You're missing. You're missing the point. We're on the yes. Yes. <laughs> maybe toe prints were overlooked. So Night Stalker series, you'd uh, recommend checking out for sure. I liked it. I thought it was very good. Yeah. Cool. Nice. I watch a lot of X-Files lately. That's kind of been my uh, my thing while, like, you know, hanging out and watching X-Files. Mm-hmm. Uh, we finished that show, I, I Am Not Okay With This, on uh, Netflix, Kat. What'd you think of that? Never mind. Sorry. Uh, and Do we want to give her a second chance? Yes. Ask her one more time. I Am Not Okay With This on Netflix? Okay with what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's absolute gold. You can't take oh, that wait. Out. That was so wait. good. That was so good. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, okay, wait, wait. The, the show. I'm sorry. I I'm gave sorry. you a second okay. chance. Right. Nope. Right. Nope. Right. You don't no, get no. a third chance. No, I can, I can have another chance. Okay. So, um, yes, I liked it. It was a girl from It who was in the thing, and she has the superpowers, and she's with this guy, and the guy's with her for a little bit, and then he disappears and whatever. Yeah, it was cool. I liked it. Um, I would watch another season of it. It was a cool kind of same scenario of it's the end of the fucking world. Yeah, well, same author, same author, so similar type show. Yeah, similar themes. Yeah, it was not really horror, but very interesting. Like pretty dark. It was dark. It was interesting. Um, because especially it 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 was one of those things where it started with the end. Where you see her covered in blood, and then all of a sudden you see the rest of the beginning of the story yeah. up until the end when she's covered in blood again. So, I mean, you yeah. kind of got that from the beginning, but I would say that it was really fun. It was a good watch. I mean, nice. it was a nice little watch for yeah. a binge for one season for a show. Yeah, like, exactly. It was, if you're looking for something just to kind of... Well, and that's uh, that's all we're going to get to because it got canceled because of uh, production complications due to COVID-19. So hey, fun. so I got a couple news items. I got a couple news items if you guys want to run through them real quick. I would yeah, love to run through Yeah, let's go through those. the news items. To start off here... Uh, kind of the biggest news that's dropped over the last couple of weeks since we've recorded is that uh, starting February 1st, the new season of American Horror Story is going to be filming in P-Town. They have so a, where are uh, we going? They have a permit for pretty much a month to shoot down there. and There's like several locations I guess they're going to shoot at. Uh, yeah, starts February 1st, runs through March 6th. Filming locations include the Pilgrim Monument. Uh, Commercial Street, the Winthrop Street Cemetery, uh, the West End Breakwater, Old Colony Path, and Race Point Beach. So, oh, Race Point Beach. Yeah. Um, so for serious, can we go? I'm gonna go check it out one of these no, days. No, like for serious, can we? We should go check it out. As a turn, thing. It, turn it into a uh, John, day trip. We need to stay at the John Carver Inn though too. Okay, we're not talking about that right That's now. That's right there. But it's much easier. No, the John Carver Inn's in Plymouth. We're talking about P Town. I know. I'm saying it's easier for us to do. Um, but American yeah. Horror Story isn't filming at the John Carver Inn. No, but there's horror-related elements. Yes, we yes, go of course. to P-Town. Okay, so we'll make a trip down to P-Town, but it's pretty cool during that they're this, filming in during P-Town. This, that is very cool. That's a good tie-in, too, with one of the actresses in the movie we're discussing. Yes, yes. And actually, so the uh, I forgot to mention, too, the rumored title for this new season that they're filming in P-Town is American Horror Story Pilgrim. Ooh. Yeah, so I don't know what they're going to do with that. Some have said that it might be a tie-in to the Roanoke season, like that type of thing, which was, wasn't was really my favorite season, but could be interesting to see what they do with it. So, yeah. Roanoke reminds me of... Uh... 
Uh, Storm of the Century? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. For yeah, yeah. That. So uh, American Horror Story filming in P-Town. I'm thinking, thinking excuse me, that we're probably going to... I'm, I'm thinking that we're probably going to make a trip down there and uh, try and see if we can spot some people. See if we can get on his extras. Yeah, maybe. Um, no, for serious. And we should even maybe... These pretzels um, are making me thirsty. Making no. Me thirsty. Okay, cool. Yeah, so American Horror Story season 10, potentially titled Pilgrim. Filming in P-Town, so maybe more on that to come from us. I guess we'll have to see. Uh, next news item. We're not even really, I guess, uh, some speculation that's been out there that I thought was kind of relevant. But uh, So, a little sequel talk to uh, a couple movies that uh, are, are pretty good and haven't had any sequels made yet. So, Micah Monroe, I think that's how you pronounce her name, the lead actress that was in It Follows, recently said that she would like to return for more It Follows movies. In addition to that, the director of Donnie Darko has said that he's done significant work on a sequel to Donnie Darko. And there may be a sequel on the horizon for that. So it sounds like of the two, Donnie Darko might be getting one sooner than It Follows. But I ask you both, would you like to see a sequel to It Follows or Donnie Darko or both? Absolutely, both. Both? Yes. Yep. Donnie Darko, if Jake Gyllenhaal's back. Because yeah. he was so good. He's well, such yeah. a good actor. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't want to And Donnie um, Darko. It Follows, you say. I'm pretty sure that I already came up with a sequel to that. Yeah. yeah. That, would be a movie, that would be a movie that it's easy to easy to come up with oh, new circumstances yeah, 100% of that. Awesome. Yeah. Sequel, by the way, was called It Swallows. Yes. <laughs> Available on browsers. Yeah. <laughs> it Swallows. Mm-hmm. I, I knew you were going to go there. Yeah, I agree. I'd like to see a sequel to both these. I think that'd be pretty cool. It Follows would be a cool sequel. And I mean, Donnie, well, Donnie Darko. is an interesting sequel. Yeah. Donnie Darko would be an interesting sequel, too, because don't they all die? Isn't it dead at the end? Like, yeah, I haven't seen it Is it forever. just the weird rabbit that comes I back? Or? I haven't watched Donnie Darko in so long. Donnie Darko's weird. I, I think I I've loved, only seen it, like, once. I loved it. Oh, my God. I watched it a few times, but yeah. I was... Just not in a place. It was one of the first. It was one of the first movies that my dad recommended to me, Mm -hmm. and I was like, "Hefe, recommended Donnie Darko." That's yeah. He was like, "I watched this really weird movie. You'd love it." It's really. It was like back in like two thousand one or what? I don't. That movie's old. It's old. I mean, Gyllenhaal was young. Yeah, really. He was like, "You should watch this." I was like, "I can't watch any movie. You want to watch it?" And I watched it, and he was like, "I was like, wow, that was a really good movie." I was shocked that he watched that and liked it. That's what I was like. Oh, see, we all got the same taste. Well, I was just. It was. I was just saying, Ashley, um, today, <laughs> the, uh, you know, when we were in college, it was, like, 12, 12 years ago. Like, that's insane. And, like, we were talking about things we used to watch. Like, Donnie, like, I used to watch Donnie Darko in college. I'm like, how old is that movie? Because that movie was older Little than when, when I was in college. Right, so I was just like, jeez, how old is that you movie? You specifically brought up Donnie Darko earlier? No, we brought up how old we were in college, and I just remember watching that movie when oh. we were in college. It's gotcha. like a thing. Okay, okay. Yeah, like I the got movie you. was old at that point. Cool. But I'm it had already you, been out. 2001. Wow, yeah, so it's 20 years 20 old. 20 years old. That's crazy. That's Damn. weird. Wow, all right, so in on sequels for both. I'm, I'm with you. I'd yeah, like to see a sequel to both these movies. Fuck it. Why They've the fuck They've made sequels not? for worse movies, so. Yeah, I agree. And you know what? That's it for the news. So all that's left now is to move on to our topic du jour. You guys ready for that? I'll try some of that. There's something funny. You smiled a little. Funny? No. Why? I mean, I just wish you could stay and see my performance. That's all. All right, so that means we are talking uh, tonight's movie, which is 
2015's The Black Coat's Daughter, which, uh, you know, I guess we'll start out with uh, just kind of our overall thoughts on the movie and, you know, go on from there into our usual categories and some other stuff. But I'll uh, I'll kick this one off here and then I'll defer to you guys after that. But, you know, this movie, I, I kind of can't believe this one slipped by me for as long as it did. I mean, I know it, it, it was made in 2015 and it was kind of one of those movies that was in my Netflix queue forever and I just kind of kept it in there. I never really watched it. I saw it got some pretty good reviews and I saw it was made by a- or distributed by A24 who are kind of known for like their weird artsy like indie horror movies and so watched it finally kind of loved it. I think I kind of loved this movie. It definitely like kept me thinking for a few days after the fact. It stuck with me a bit and it was a very interesting story that kind of kept me engaged and I while I will say no spoilers quite yet, you know, the the, the quote unquote twist of the movie I kind of saw coming from a mile away. But with that being said, I don't, I, don't, I don't think necessarily that, you know, the director here was setting out to be like a night Shyamalan or whatever, but it wasn't too hard to put two and two together with where they were trying to go. But probably my favorite part about the movie was the atmosphere that they tried to build with this, right? Uh, very creepy, very unsettling. I think it owes a lot to The Shining, Psycho, The Exorcist, various other possession-type movies which uh, I don't think it's really a spoiler to say that this is a possession-type movie because it's in the, the description and the trailers and all that stuff. But uh, the music was also really good. Very creepy. That kind of reminded me of The Shining a little bit with like the soft, screeching, distorted voices. And I thought all the actors were in awesome form here. Uh, Kieran Chipka as Kat, Emma Roberts as Joan, and Lucy Boynton as Rose. I, I had to look up what else she was in, but she was, uh, she was an apostle. And also in uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. I think she I played Freddie really? Mercury's girlfriend. Apostle is one of my yeah. favorite movies. I know. That was on your list of movies to do this mm-hmm. year. But uh, she's, uh, fun fact, she's also been in a relationship with Rami Malek since she was in Bohemian Rhapsody with him. So it's wow. Rami Malek's uh, girlfriend. Yeah, so I really dug this movie a lot. I thought it was pretty cool, and I know we'll get into a lot more about it. But uh, Kat, what did you think of this? I know it's fresh on your mind. Um, I actually... <laughs> I had no idea what it was really going to be about when... Um, That's the best way to go into this movie, I think, <laughs> Yeah, knowing much about I it. I mean, you guys were talking about it, and like I know you said you had seen it, and you were like, we should do a podcast about it. And I was like, all right, well, sure, I'll give it a go. <laughs> yeah. As a team player. Sure. And um, I, I I, liked it. It was it was a good movie. Um, I like uh, who I call Sally Draper from yeah. Mad Men. Yep. Um, I forget yeah. her name. Kiernan Kiernan oh. Shipka, that's her name. No, so she, yeah, she was Sally Draper in Mad Men. Is that Emma Roberts? Emma Roberts is. And then uh, Emma Joan. Roberts plays. No, but isn't she Sally Draper in Mad Men? Because that girl's no. way too young. No, that's the the, no. the main girl is Sally Draper in Mad Men. Yeah. It's the the younger her. girl, Kiernan Shipka, the one that's Cat. Cat is Sally. The Kat. actress is oh, Sally really? Draper from Mad Men. Yeah. And she her plays Catherine, and it's. K-A-T, yeah. I was like, I'm going to get a beating on this podcast tonight because they're going to be like, oh, Kat is this blonde girl and she's like, you know, the, the girl villain. from Poltergeist that eventually gets into a, I wasn't you know, all-girls yeah, school. Even, and then I, mean, I, I, was like, I don't oh, know why you God. were so hung up on no, that because I mean, it never like, would have come up unless... This would have yeah. totally been... You guys would have totally targeted yeah. me and I was mm-hmm. like... 
Yeah, but K- Kieran Shipka, she plays the character Cat. She's in Mad Men as Sally Draper, and she's also she plays Sabrina in The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina yeah. on Netflix. That's yeah, the she, same she same girl. Sally Draper. I didn't yeah, really and Emma, Emma yes. Roberts has been in a bunch of American yeah, Horror Story seasons and right. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So yeah, no, I mean the cast was awesome. I thought it was a great show, a uh, movie. Okay, yeah. cool, Andrew. What about you, my friend? I thought it was fantastic. Very dark overtones, good ambiance for a horror movie. Like very just every scene felt just felt chilling in a yeah. certain way. Like it wasn't it was there was a few like like that's what I thought made it was a horror movie was the death scenes and the kills were so gruesome. Yeah. yeah. And so good. Nasty. It was it was so, like I don't remember seeing a horror movie where the death scenes have made me very uncomfortable watching. Yeah. These ones made me very uncomfortable watching. And it's very fitting that the director of this movie, Oz Perkins, is the son of Anthony Perkins, who was in Psycho. Right. Yep. Who played Norman Bates, that he would use so many knives. It was essentially the shower scene, except you see everything. Uh, yeah, that's why I said it, it kind was, of reminded me of Psycho, that the yeah, kills were very... The kills like, were, like, the, well, the one in the shower scene, though, and you don't see anything. Yeah, well, it, this is the, what the it sounds, would be like. Though, this like is, the sounds yeah, it, it was the same and, thing, like, what yeah. type of melon were you using? Right. Was it a cantaloupe? <laughs> Whatever. But No, but it was, it was just, like, for some reason, out of all the ways to kill somebody... Nothing's more intimate or disturbing than stabbing somebody. Yeah. Because that one scene where she stabbed that other nurse. Oh, it was brutal, yeah. So many times. And then she cut, like... That's what made this a horror movie. It was so brutal. It was more a psychological thriller. Yeah. If you take out those... Supernatural. Four scenes in the possession part. Yeah. But it was so well done. Yeah. Movie slapped. The acting was fantastic. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, Um, yeah. They carry it. They carry the movie, the, th- the three girls, Interesting three leads. thing, though, so I don't know if I'm off point here, though, but it's called The Black Coat's Daughter, right? Mm-hmm. Who is The Black Coat's Daughter? I would think it was Cat. Well, no, because I feel like we see two men with black coats on in the entire movie. Bill. Yep. The dad. <laughs> and then when Cat, uh, Kieran, and Shipley's character is walking out to her burned car, she's with a man guy wearing a, guy a, wearing a black, black coat. coat. Yeah. So that is interesting to me, like, how they yeah. tie those both in. Is that also, the devil? Is also, that the demon? Also the priest wearing black. Well, so there's a lot, that, a lot of but black. But the, the black coat, though, is that the priest bringing her out to the accident, or is that her I, de- I the took, demon? I took that as the as the demon, the devil, yeah, or a demon, whatever you want okay. to call it, yeah. But you see two black coats. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of them in here. So, yeah, I, I agree with all that. This movie was fucking awesome. I, I, I wanted to watch it again, which I know we, you and I watched it the other night, Cat. I was happy to watch it again because I feel like you pick up on a lot more the second time you see it. That's especially one of those movies. Yeah. yeah. Watch sure. it twice. Yeah. So, okay, uh, good stuff. So I have this movie. This, is the movie is, this movie premiered at the Toronto International Film Festival in 2015, okay? So it technically was a 2015 movie. wasn't released in the U.S. until 2017, which uh, A24 got it, put it into theaters. So we're going with a 2015 movie here because that's when it was made. So, we have done uh, two other 2015 horror movies on this show so far. You guys have any guesses as to what they are? It um, Follows? It no, follows, that no. was 2015, nope. right? Well, we are 2015. 2015. We've done two other movies. Oh, this is 2015? Yeah. Oh, I'm so bad with years. I don't know. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Creep? Nope. Krampus? Krampus is one. Yeah. Krampus and... Mm. The Witch. 
Yeah, it was I would have guessed that. 2015. Yep. It doesn't feel six years old. Yeah, so we've we've uh, we've we've covered the 2015 horror movies in a couple other episodes, but just as a refresher, here's some of the other ones that came out that year. You don't have to go into detail or anything. I'm just giving you the names. Uh, Crimson Peak, which is a Del Toro movie. The Gift, which is with Jason Bateman and Joel oh, yeah. Edgerton. That's Great a really movie. good movie. Uh, the Goosebumps movie with Jack Black, which I uh, I thought was pretty Thank good. You. <laughs> Insidious Chapter Three, which uh, was I think the one we with, probably saw. Yeah, it was yeah, we saw we've seen them all. That was the one with Dermot Mulroney and his daughter. That was okay. Uh, the Invitation, which is a phenomenal movie. I think is that a made uh, up name. <laughs> Dermot <laughs> like Mulroney. No, it's a person. That's yeah. with, uh, yeah. you know, blah blah blah. No, I'm like, person. I don't know he's, who he's, you he's, are. He's a real actor person. Yeah, I'm did, sure did, he, yeah. did he fight Conor McGregor? Dermot Mulroney. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the Invitation, phenomenal movie. I know that's on your list of movies for this year, so I'm mm-hmm. sure we'll get to that in more detail at some point. Krampus, which we already mentioned. Paranormal Activity, The Ghost Dimension. Uh, <laughs> speaking of uh, <laughs> the Poltergeist remake with Sam Rockwell, yuck, that movie was terrible. And I like Sam Rockwell. Yeah, that's it's a shame. an awful movie. Don't remake Poltergeist. Uh, yeah. Sinister 2, which I never saw. Did you see it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It was There's... meh. It was too much detective yeah. douchebag or whatever his name is. I don't Stung, which is a uh, a schlocky B-monster movie where uh, it's a picnic down ah, in South. Time out. Yeah. Was that a dad joke in there? You said a, a bee movie? Oh, actually, well, <laughs> I didn't even do that on purpose. But yeah, it's a movie about giant bees that start stinging people. I figured because it was called Stung. I was like, yeah. ah, bee movie. Yep. And uh, <laughs> The Visit, which is a, an M. Night Shyamalan movie. The found footage one with the two grandkids that go visit their grandparents, but they're not really their grandparents. Do you guys see that one? Oh, I did. Yes. Yeah, we watched that. Was yeah, a solid, watched that. It was decent. Yeah. That, was, that was okay. Pretty good. Middle of the yeah. road. Yeah. It was a little dark. And then yeah. uh, The Witch. Yeah, so some, some pretty good horror movies that came out in 2015. Before we get into our quick facts and categories, just a reminder that today's episode of America's Hometown Horror is brought to you by Fanatics. Fanatics, again, is the world's largest collection of official fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and players you love. If you enjoy America's Hometown Horror and are looking to buy a new jersey, sweatshirt, or hat, you can support us by going to podgo.co that's podgo.co slash fanatics and get 25% off your next order. That's podgo.co slash fanatics. Fanatics, officially licensed everything. You know what would be kind of cool? Is if uh, Fanatics decided they wanted to make us like a three-quarter lane Baseball, baseball team. I knew you were going to go there. I had a yeah. feeling. If they wanted to do that, yeah. we would be willing to allow them to do that. Yeah. yeah. Up to them. That'd be nice. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Hey, Fanatics, send us, send us, send us base, some baseball tees with our logo on there. That'd be sweet. I'll wear them everywhere. Yeah. Hey, so uh, a couple quick facts about The Black Coat's Daughter. Uh, some of these we kind of already touched on, but I'll just run through them quick. So this movie was initially titled February. That was the initial title for the movie. That's what Andrew just said. Yep. I, I didn't know that. Yeah, that was uh, basically just the movie takes place in February, which... I actually think I like the title The Black Coat's Daughter better. February kind of would have been a weird title. I don't know if it really has anything to do with the month of February. We probably should have place then. done this podcast in the month of February then. Well, I mean, who knows what month it is. Yeah. I Maybe don't. we'll do a January podcast in yeah, we, the month this, of February. There's no yeah. dates on this podcast. Don't you know that? What do you mean there's no dates? Well, we're doing a movie that was called February and January, so right. let's just move on. Uh, yep, let's just skip it. <laughs> so we already mentioned, Andrew brought it up, that this movie's directed by Osgood Perkins. And if that sounds familiar, it should, because he is indeed the son of Anthony Perkins, who played Norman Bates in Psycho, the first one, and uh, all of the other Psycho movies. Uh, he also, after he did The Black Coat's Daughter, went on to direct a couple movies, a couple other horror movies. One called, the, uh, one called I Am the Pretty Thing That Lives in the House. 
which I have never seen. Never seen uh, that. I haven't, I haven't seen it. One so. of his movies I do want to see, which is on Amazon Prime. Gretel, Gretel and Hansel. Hansel. Yeah. Oh, oh check that out. For the same girl from it. Dude, she's in we, everything. Didn't we see that? No. Uh, we, I, but I want to watch Does it. Does that girl age? Oh. Dude, she's in like everything. She she's in It. Hand. She's in Gretel and Hansel. She's in that show, I'm Not Okay With This. She's in a bunch of shit. Yeah. She seems like the next. She was in a Hulu movie, too, I think, recently. So. But yeah, so uh, I'm the pretty little thing that lives in the house and Gretel and Hansel, both uh, other Osgood Perkins movies that you can check out. Gretel and Hansel is on my list for sure. And as I mentioned, this was released by A24, which we talked about, but they're notorious for the indie arthouse horror movies like The Witch, Hereditary, and The Lighthouse. Monkey Pump. <laughs> did you uh, oh, did you know too that he played young Norman Bates? Oh, oh yeah, that's right. In, in one of the Psycho movies, in Psycho Two, forgot about he that. He played young Norman Bates. Yes, oh. Oz Perkins. Yeah. yeah, interesting. And his brother cool. Elvis Perkins. Well, if you if you if you Google a picture of this guy, if you Google a picture of this guy, he looks like just like his dad. It's kind of crazy. Wow, just like him. Don't forget Elvis. Yeah, I'll have to Google. exactly. Elvis Perkins. He's coming up. So this movie was shot uh, in Ontario in 2015, so uh, it must have been cold. And actually, Emma Roberts came out after the fact, I think it's on like the DVD bonus features, and said that the week that they filmed all of her outdoor scenes, it was the ever. coldest winter, uh, coldest temperatures on record for Ontario ever. Wow. So they're outside freezing their balls off, making the Black Coat's daughter in Canada. Uh, I think that, that you know filming it there definitely kind of gave it that lived-in cold, oh, desolate feel, chilling, lots of snow. Feel. Like, you kind of feel the cold in your bones. Yeah. Like Kind of like you could, like again, with the shining. Dude, right? well, so, dude we, live in isolation. New England. we live in New England. It's not even that bad. When it's gray out for seven days in a row, yeah. you're already depressed. But when you also so have... So if you're living in a climate where it's gray six months out of the year, yeah. Yeah. you're always going to be depressed. When you're yeah. recording in, an acl- in a climate that's real, like that's how you're supposed yeah. to be feeling, it's much easier to act yeah. the way you're supposed to act because you're living in those conditions. Yeah. Like, 100%. Yeah, that's for sure. Nailed it. We've done a lot of cold, snowy movies over the last couple of months. Thirty days yeah. at night. Because and, um, I was going to say, and it hasn't uh, been that else? snowy here. But let's knock on some wood. I know we got a because... little snow yesterday, but not too too much, thankfully. Uh, okay, where were we? Oh, okay. So, um, so the school that the girls go to is called the Bramford School or the Bramford Academy or whatever. So, if you uh, are familiar with horror trivia, you may have picked up on the fact that this is the same name of the apartment building that the characters live in in Rosemary's Baby. Yep. Oh. The Bramford. Bramford. I didn't, mm-hmm. but that's a good cool I had that in my notes, too. Yeah. I'm glad I'm on the same page as wow. Bramford. Wow. Okay. Yes. Now, good you stuff. guys. So, cool little, cool little nod to Rosemary's Baby there. Obviously, this movie involves Satan or the devil or demons. Well, and yes. Rosemary's Baby involves a lot of similar themes. Obviously, that one is kind of about uh, giving birth to the spawn of Satan, but this is a little different than that. So, all right, that's it for Facts. Some analysis in this movie that I kind of thought of while I was watching it for the second time, okay? A couple of things that you can kind of pick up on, right? So, I think that the big theme that runs through this, especially as it relates to the character of Cat, right? The main, essentially the main girl, the, the villain, whatever you want to call her. I feel like the whole reason that she kind of broke bad and turned to Satan here is she felt abandoned by God. 
So you never really truly find out what happens to her parents, but it's you know implied and clear that she's on her own. There was some sort of terrible accident that befell her parents, a car accident, and they're both dead. They never show up. You never find out. It's left ambiguous, which I think adds right. to the mystery of the movie a little bit. Yep. But the scene at the beginning of the movie where she sits down in the priest's office and she's talking to him, and she seems visibly bothered by the fact that he is not going to make it to her, her recital to see her perform that song... That's kind of, I I thought that was like a metaphor for being abandoned by God because the priest is leaving and then she's at this school by herself and she's susceptible to let the devil into her life, which is essentially, you know, what happens. That's pretty deep. I don't know if I, I, I don't know if I thought it that way. Yeah. Like, would you have thought that the devil, like, demon will say, like, had already possessed her at that point and was saying that already to him? Could have been. It it was ambiguous for sure, but I I thought it was... I took it as the first time that she was kind of seduced to the dark side, for lack of a better term, was when she answered the phone, or she went to go try and call her parents, and the devil was on the other line, and he said some pretty nasty stuff to her. That's a good point, too. But, um, so by the way, so her performance, where she's singing that song, that song was written by the aforementioned Elvis Perkins, who is uh, Osgood Perkins' brother. Okay. Also, son of Anthony Perkins, who is a musician, and he wrote that song specifically for. Well, he did the whole soundtrack. Too. Yeah, he did the whole soundtrack. So he wrote that song specifically for. Which is for why it also has very, yeah, psycho tones to very, it. It's very, very strange. Just, very strange. Very good. Uh, so yeah, ultimately, you know, Cat gives herself over to Satan. You know, does his bidding, and then at the end, when everything kind of, you know, she's taken into custody, she's in the psychiatric facility, and the priest performs the exorcism on her. She sees. Satan or the devil leave her and she's saying don't go she's upset by this because she doesn't have anybody else so she she's basically she's lonely she just wanted someone to to be with her or you yeah. know protect her or right. guide her or whatever you have to it's a very so, sad story. it is yeah, yeah it's, it's it is sad. very sad without, story. without yeah. the supernatural effects if this was just a regular story of some girl yeah whose parents died in a terrible car accident and she's trying <laughs> to befriend all these yeah. other people there yeah and essentially nobody cares about her <laughs> yeah and she just becomes lonely and yeah Nobody cares about these girls no. at all because the priest, the, so the priest leaves, the principal thinks nothing of like, okay, well, your parents didn't show up, so we're just going to leave you here with the I sisters. couldn't believe like, that whole thing. I was yeah. like, they're going to just leave her there? Borderline like, upset at them. That's yeah. insane. Yeah, like, like, like what do you mean your parents aren't here? Like, well, I'm like, I'm Christ. sorry, it's not my fault. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. You're, then yeah. that's your responsibility. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. Um, I also thought an interesting part of this movie was that it showed kind of what happens to someone after they've been possessed and then they've had that demon exercised. You know, you'd think they would kind of like go on to live happily ever after, which is not the case for Kat's character at all because, you know, she's in a psychiatric facility, she's kind of lost, she's just still trying to, you know, gain Satan's acceptance once again, returns to the site of the school nine years later. And uh, it's just, yeah, it's a very, very sad story. So that's kind of like what I got out of it. And I also thought, like, is she ever actually possessed at any point? Or is she just trying to... She's fully possessed at one point. Trying to, you know, get Satan over onto her side. It's ambiguous, but I think she was too. Just a thought. So, what about you guys? Anything to add there? I mean, I pretty much agree with everything you just said. Yeah. It's a phenomenally done movie. Like, it's... It's ambiguous and confusing in all the right ways. The other interesting part I find about this, though, is how um, the dad, Bill, he's Rose's daughter, the girl that got stabbed to death by Yeah, 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 yeah. I find it interesting that he sees such a 
stark resemblance between Joan and Rose when they don't look anything alike. Yeah, I think he like, was just do you kinda... mean do you mean you have a stark resemblance to the girl that murdered your daughter? Did he ever know no, what she looked I think, like? I think he he was just trying to like no, the way the way his wife made it sound was that he constantly tried to find his daughter in it made, I he, get she that, made it sound like he, he did that to down, other girls before. He sat before. down in the hotel room with her with her towel on. Yeah, that was that her, was weird. And he told her that you remind me of my daughter. Yeah. And she looks nothing like your daughter. She looks like the girl that murdered your daughter. That's a good yeah. point. I find that very interesting. Yeah. He has a black coat on. I I thought for sure that was going to go to some weird like uh, sexual predator type yeah. stuff for oh, a little bit, yeah. and then it didn't. But it it well, certainly seemed like they they were implying it for a minute, and then they didn't go there. And then you were kind of like, oh well, maybe he really thinks that she looks like his daughter because yeah. you kind of you you knew that. Like, you were anticipating it to go that direction. Well, that's one of the things that Osgood Perkins said about this movie that I thought was very telling. Was He said that to make a good horror movie, and he had never really made that many. He said it was the art of restraint Yeah, to make that movie. You have to restrain yourself. You can't show everything. Something should be ambiguous. Right. And he did it perfectly. Uh, yeah, I thought he had a good balance with this because you see, you see the shadow that follows Kat's character around... Quite, like enough, you don't see it too much, and you don't. I like how you don't see the details. You just see the shadow and the outline of this creepy, with the tall horns. Like it's really, it's really creepy, and I, I like that. But yeah, you can't just you can't show everybody your hand right off the bat. It, it, no. he, he did a good job of, of doing both. I, I thought, yeah, but cool. Anything to add? Um, no, I liked no, I liked all your comments. Okay, I liked it. <laughs> Sweet. All right, so that means we're on to our categories, which. You all know where we're going from here, so I'll ask you first. Did you find this movie to be scary, Catherine? I'll start with you. Um, yes, absolutely, because she turns from like it's it's. I mean, it's something you kind of fear when you're like a younger person, I guess. Like when if if I was watching this, not as me, but as, like, a younger person, I would fear... A younger version of yourself? Yes, a younger version of myself. Mm Um, I would... I mean, why wouldn't you think that could possibly happen? I mean, anything's possible, but... Thanks, Kevin. Like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Garnet. Like, like, demons and this... I mean, like, you never really know. Like, those are kind of the unknown factors that, like... Maybe they're real, maybe they're not, but um, yeah, I thought it was kind of kind of a scary movie. Yeah, I know absolutely. what you're saying there because I feel like of the type of uh, of like the supernatural stuff, possession, demonic type stuff feels like it could be the most real. Oh, absolutely. Because you know, I feel like most people think that there's a god, and therefore there would have to be a devil. So well, and not even if it was. In a sense of, Not like... Most, maybe some. Heaven, know, hell, whatever. God, Satan, whatever. But there's, like, in mental health, even, you know? Like, mm. things can happen thing, with people's mental health, like, at any point in time, like, trigger things. Like, that can even be the same kind of thing. So it's just, like, very... That's in kind of in the same sense. You cool. know? It kind of coincides with that. All right. Andrew, is The Black Coat's I mean, Daughter a scary movie? In that aspect, yes, it is, because I find demons and ghosts and whatever kind of spooky shit you want to talk about to be far more scary than your general monster thing. Because Because that's something that I've witnessed. I've seen some things in my own personal life that have made me scared of that. I find it a lot more 
realistic. Yeah. Even though people might go, that could never happen. Mm, well, you don't know that, though. Yeah, you I've don't know seen that. what I've seen, so I know yeah, what I know. So that, that scares me personally more. Um, do I ever think that they ever get to that extent? Probably not. I mean, there's maybe one in a million of those. Like, if that's a, like if let's say possession is an actual thing, and someone goes on to murder people based off of their possession, mm-hmm. what are the odds of that actually happening to you? Yeah, very slim. Right. So that level of scaredness isn't there, but it's still a very, it's just a very unsettling movie. It makes you feel very uncomfortable the entire. That's time. what I yeah. Off-putting, I'm super unsettling, uncomfortable, yeah. that creepy. And to me, that's what makes a great horror movie is a movie that makes me super uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't want to be comfortable at. Any point in time when I'm watching a horror movie, I want to feel like I want to walk out of the theater, but I don't. Because that's what gets you on edge. A horror movie doesn't have to be horrifying. It just has to put you on edge. Put me on a level where I don't want to let my guard down. Like, I'm, there's something, something's going to happen at some point. And it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter how it happens. But they do it in a way that it's scary. That's what makes a movie scary. Mm. Yeah. I agree if with that. If it's unsettling and unnerving to me. And you know what? It makes it even more scary. Think about probably in the news a few times a year, a few times a month, there's some sort of massacre like this where, like in real life, so somebody killing a bunch of people, like that could actually happen. But whether or not there's satanic involvement or not. So I think that that aspect of it, that's definitely scary. But this is, yeah, like you said, Andrew, very unsettling, a lot of tension, very creepy movie. I don't know if I would. So, yeah, I think it's it's scary as well. Well, It happens all the time. Yeah. You read a story couple murdered in their car. Yeah, exactly. It's weird. Andrew, did you have a favorite scene? <clears throat> well, I feel like if you're going to go favorite scene in this movie... Tough to call one. you got to go, favorite, gotta go with one of the deaths. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, my favorite scene is probably when she's murdering the two nuns. Yeah, that was fun. That was, like, the stabbing on the second one was so incessant. Yeah, brutal. Not even, like, so fun brutal. like fun movie it's, violence to watch. It's, fun. like, just nasty. That's why, that's why I love that scene so much because that was, I feel like that was the first scene in the movie where I actually went, oh, okay, this is where this movie, this movie's yeah. getting to a whole other level because after that it just got more brutal and more brutal because there was neck cutting and head, it was, and it was, they left the, the, the camera on the knife way too long. Yeah. It was uncomfortable. Yeah, it, it was, it was yeah, uncomfortable. Right. That's, like was, a, that's, that's, that's what I was saying to, when I said yeah, it was the it was opposite of to... Psycho. Like, Psycho yeah. hid the actual stabbing. This was like, here, guess what? Yeah. Right. Stab, 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 stab. Uh, you, know, slice, you know what was stab, scary? Stab, 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 Is Cat's uh, face right before she stabs those nuns. Like, mm. when she's sitting there and she just, like... You can tell they did her makeup a little bit different. Her face a little bit red. She's kind of yeah. got like the the bags under her eyes, the oh, bloodshot eyes terrifying. a little bit. She looks cr- like a crazed person, which I, I thought was good. But uh, yeah, good, good. Obviously, like a very pivotal part of the movie. Tough to watch, but uh, definitely a good scene for sure. One that uh, left you feeling a little creeped out. I really like the parts when you see the shadow of, of Satan yeah. or the entity talking to Cat. I thought that was pretty cool. And also, you know, the phone calls from that same entity as well that she talked from the phone. Very creepy, very... Kind of reminded me of Mothman. Yes! Yes, I, actually, and I'm glad you brought that up because it reminded me of that as well, and I would have forgotten. But yeah, that... Well, Mothman Prophecies is not a fantastic movie, but you that particular scene is scary. I still haven't seen it, but I still haven't seen it. Yeah, we're not gonna, we're not, yeah, we're not going to go into, like, huge depth, but there's a, there's a um, scene in Mothman Prophecies that was similar to a scene in this movie that was pretty scary. Shoes. Go ahead. We didn't do my favorite scene. We were good. Yeah, we we're gonna get to you. What? Oh, what was yours? Oh. Is it my turn now? 
Well, yeah, you <laughs> went to go tend to Otis, so I just said what mine were. But yeah, we can go to you now. Yeah. Um. So I actually really liked the scene where Joan goes and slits the throats of Bill and um, Bill's wife. The because parents. Yeah. I think that was like kind of the affirmation the of yeah. She's still a mess. Completing like, the cycle of violence. This is still a problem, and yeah. like <laughs> this is still maybe a, a, a very simple, large like... problem. A very large problem. So and yeah. like to the point where she's like, I don't even know. They didn't even explain like how she changed her name or like any of that. Like there's still so many things, so many factors. Like yeah. that are unanswered that I could easily see a sequel for this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Easily. Well, we're going to talk sequels in a Well, I wonder bit, yeah. if this movie went out to set out the fact that it again brings up the reiteration don't pick up hitchhikers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Just don't do um, it. Um, no. It's a bad like, idea. You're either going to get murdered by them or they're going to eat you or they're going to do something well, terrible. Well, even we were just watching It's the End of the Fucking World and, like, that's the same yeah. motto. Don't pick up hitchhikers. And like, don't hitchhike. Don't hitchhike. Like, both the, the same thing. Like, Anything on the side of the road, just drive right by. Unless it's someone who maybe seems... I, I mean, it would have to be a really what would it? What scene. would it? What type of situation would you have to be in for it to take you to hit, try to hitchhike? Oh, no. How, not, how, not, bad, how bad of a situation I, would you have to be in without any other option? I'd if be in I had to nowhere. walk more than 30 miles. Absolutely. Okay. okay. How long would that take? Uh, over a day. Yeah. Yeah. Way too long. I'll take my chances. Yeah. All right. So we usually talk about uh, if we would ever, if we would replace anybody in the cast, and I would say no to this because I thought everyone was great, particularly Kiernan Shipka as Cat. She just looks insane as she starts yeah. to like descend into her possession. Like she keeps telling Rose that she smells pretty. Like just she's creep, but she's fantastic. But th- they're all good. Emma Roberts. Emma Roberts is great, and Lucy Boynton as Rose is very good as well. I would say Emma Roberts is better. Yeah. Because when she has those random laughing fits, yeah, like, she that was that was creepy. Kills it. Her laughing. She goes is in the, the bathroom. Most uncomfortable part of everything. I'm yeah. like, oh god, I can't yeah. watch this. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's so good. good. She does a great job. Yeah. You have any issues with this movie? You have any bones to pick with the Blackcoats daughter? No bones to pick with this movie. The only thing I had, not even really nitpicks, because it's—I feel like it's kind of dr- grasping at straws here. But so did like I'd like to know a little bit. I know it was ambiguous, but I'd like to know a little bit more about the lore of the school, right? So, did Rose make up that story about the sisters being walked in on while they were worshiping Satan, or did that actually happen? Was that yeah, just that one was of those made urban up. legends that, that they told at the school? Like I thought that could have been explored a little bit. That would have been cool. And then. Yeah, dude. Obviously, Bill. Why? Why are you picking up hitchhikers, dude? Like, why? You, uh, why your wife's yelling dumb. at you, telling you no. Like, it's fucking. You know why? Because no. he's the dark passenger. Yeah, from Dexter. He almost reminded me of like the dad from Seventh Heaven. He's the dad from Dexter. <laughs> Do you ever seen? You Dexter? watched Dexter? I didn't watch yeah. Dexter. You did. Wait, that's, is that that's the same Dexter guy? Morgan's dad. The guy from Seventh Heaven. Bill. No, not from Seventh Heaven. <laughs> from Dexter. No, the character, the Bill, Bill character from Bill Black Coat's daughter is. Oh. Oh, he's Dexter's, Dexter's dad. dad. Yeah. That's why he looks familiar. I don't know. Okay. Oh, my God. He's only been in every episode for the entire <laughs> 12, seasons, seven, whatever fucking season it was. We should watch it again. We're going to watch it again. Yeah. Why don't we watch it with Mike? We should sure. make like a date. Well, Mike, well Mike's never seen it. We can well, do that. So right. that's and why like, he didn't know yeah. what I was talking about. You yeah. have no excuse. I, I do have no excuse. I think True. I can even watch it twice, maybe, that's fine. by now. All right. So for deaths in this movie, so there's been a there's a total of nine deaths in this movie. Andrew, I know you said that cat uh, killing the uh, the sisters was yours. That was your favorite scene in the movie, and uh, pretty 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 
pretty horrible death scenes for both those characters. But the nine characters that eat it in this movie, Rose, Rose's unborn baby, yikes. Yeah. Rose's parents, Linda and Bill, there's four. Ms. Prescott, five. Ms. Drake, they're the two sisters. Cat's parents, so there's eight. Uh, who They die off screen, by the way. And then Joan Marsh, off screen as well. That is the character that Cat assumes her identity when she becomes older oh, she with was Emma Roberts. Killed. So those are, your, those are your nine deaths. Never shown. Never shown. So that's the dumbest list I've ever heard. Okay. We want to see. We want to talk about deaths I've seen. I'm just saying. Can I'm I, saying those are the options. Can I change my favorite scene to that being my favorite death? Yeah, that's what I said. You added it, so I figured it was your favorite death. If it was your favorite scene. Yeah, but no, yeah. my favorite scene is different now that I think about it. Okay, so what's your favorite scene now? Well, do we? Have, I don't want to steal yours. No, I don't care. Go ahead. The odds are, if I steal your favorite scene in this Stop movie right now, don't yell at me. If I, st- if, if, I, if I steal your favorite scene in this movie, then I know it's Kismet Mike, and we just need to get it over with. Okay. Just do it. So I thought, my, the, I mean, the best death in the movie, because it kind of made the movie come full circle and kind of showed how mad Cat slash Joan had gone over the years was when she killed, uh, she killed Rose's parents, Bill and what's-her-name, so... I guess those were so the, the quote-unquote best death. No, those were, uh, no, I already said my Oh, so we're in, we're in best, best death, death now. Yeah, best deaths oh, now. Jesus. That's a good death. Yeah, so those were good ones. But, okay, yeah. so my favorite scene is different than my best death. That's all, all right. I'm trying to say. Okay, gotcha. Best scene in the movie is when Cat uh, is sitting in front of the furnace with the heads next to her. Yeah. And the cop comes busting <laughs> Yeah, in. that was fucked. I forgot about that part. That yeah. scene's so fucking, she goes, yeah. Yeah. She, like, fucking screams. Hail Satan. Hail um, Satan. All right, so we're, uh, we're getting down to the end here, so a couple couple categories left before we uh, before we wrap things up. Missed your chance. Talk about haunted attractions. I don't, partic- I don't particularly think that this movie would work well as a haunted house, but, uh, you know, I've been wrong before. Halloween Horror Nights turned The Shining into a haunted house, which I never thought would have been possible. <coughs> These types of, you know, cerebral, ambiguous type horror movies that don't have a lot of jump, squ- dump, jump scares don't necessarily tra- translate, Jesus, if I can only talk, to, li- to, to live experiences <laughs> very need, well. You so. need four areas. So if you could do this movie, you do it at the boarding house. Mm-hmm. Maybe one's at a gas station. The car wreck with Cat's yeah. parents, maybe. And then, like, it has to be four different scenes. And yeah, just, but you those scenes are big enough where you could. You would need. You, you would just need enough enough scenes and enough characters to be able to scare you walking through a haunted house. But how would this? Scare it could you? be done. Would I you guess. get stabbed in the back? That would be terrifying. No, like if you're walking <laughs> through a haunted house, like at Spooky World or at Barrett's Haunted Mansion, that type of thing. Yeah, but I would want someone to come out with a knife and be like. You would want to be stabbed. You're saying. With a fake knife. Yes. Well, uh, no, of course, I wouldn't of course. want to that would be an essential, I don't want to actually be That would be an essential component of, of a haunted house based in this would be people be with knives. Lawsuit. Yeah, there better be yes. knives. Yeah, for sure. Kat, what about you? Um, Any I thoughts? It, no, I think it made a great hot attraction. Oh, you think it would? Yeah. Why, why do you think that? Why? Because, I mean, I, I feel like it has all the components of, like... You know, you're in a diner, you're scary, like, the stranger thing, like, I mean, all, all the different scenes, like, you could use, easily, like, kind of recreate them, and, like... And have people jump out at you, have, like, the demon yeah. jump out at you, have the cat's character jumping out at you with a knife. Okay. Kind of, and, like, have, like, that, okay. the, um, the black coat kind of shadow, like, every now and then come by, like, Yeah, I mean, you I could do that, like you could do that. It's all very manageable. Yeah. But it, it's never been a... The black coat shadow doesn't have anything to do with the movie. 
What do you mean it doesn't have anything to do with the Like the shadow that follows Cat around, like the it's demon. That's the, the shadow you're talking about. It's not a black That's coat. That's what the black coat is. It's a devil. No, no, no. Maybe. I mean, it's got horns. It looks more like fucking the... It's a devil. It it's a black like, coat. The, That's what it is. It looks more like the bunny from Donnie Darko. That's not the black coat's daughter. The black coat's daughter is Bill's daughter. He's wearing uh, the black coat the whole time. And no, his well, daughter was murdered no, by them. No, 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 no. No, the black coat, no, the black coat's daughter is Cat because that that scene at the beginning where she sees the car crash with her dead parents in and she's being guided by a guy in a black coat, that's yeah, the black coat's daughter. I thought. I mean, I guess it's open for interpretation. So. Well, it depends on how you look at it. Do you look at it from the victim's point of view or from the uh, murderer's point True. Of view? That's a good point, too. That's a good point, too. Because once you think about the fact that Cat really doesn't have anybody, Cat's character doesn't really have anybody, she's just trying to find someone to, like, you know, make her less lonely. And so. the guy, Bill, was wearing a black coat, right? Am I missing but that? No, he was wearing a black coat. And yeah. he was, his daughter was murdered. So maybe it's his daughter. It could, it could be. It could be. I think, I, I think you could make the argument for either. I didn't think it was a literal black coat. I thought that it was right. the devil, like Shadow, is the black right, coat. But how do we know you're right? I don't know. I we guess. don't. We, we'll have to ask, told you? We'll have did to you talk to Oz? Oz Good Perkins. I did not talk to Oz. But, Dr. Uh, Dr. Oz, Oz Good Oz. Perkins. I did not talk to Oz Good Perkins. What were you saying? Fuck you, Wait, Michael. no, but... I like any of this. <laughs> I didn't know any of these, like, black coat people in the movie. Like, I always thought it was just going to be... very racist. No, no, like... Not, black no, coats I mean, people. people with black coats on is what you're saying, right? Like they're yeah, wearing they're, they're, black coats. lots of people actually wearing black yeah, coats. Uh, that... That's not racist. <laughs> they're wearing no, black coats. No, but it's a thing. People are wearing black coats. You didn't realize that? No, they. What the fuck? What wearing... do we call the black coat's daughter then? That's my point. Of view. No, you want to say it's the I demon? It's... I'm saying it's Bill. I think it's no. <laughs> it's I his think daughter's it's daughter's demon. Murdered. I think it's a demon. It's the black coat is the demon. It's That's not black coat. It's black coat. Yeah, the black the black coat himself is Satan, the demon, whatever you Wait, want to call it. People wearing the black daughter, coats. the da- the black coat's daughter, I think is Cat. Andrew is saying he thinks it's Rose because her dad was wearing a black coat and she got murdered. But uh, I don't know. I guess I I, I could see what you I can I mean, see what you're saying. It depends on what you want to name a movie after. Do if if you're going to name it. So you have Silence of the Lambs. There's no lambs, but there is silence before someone gets murdered <laughs> five times. No, I'm making this up. No, but seriously, it could be interpreted Sorry. either way. Is is Jodie Foster the lamb or the, 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 the tiger killing the lamb? Or is Anthony Hopkins the tiger? I forget where they Jody get the title Foster. of Silence of the Lambs from. I think it's, it's because from, it's the from, screaming from of the lambs. Or a no, it's song Clarice, lyric or something Clarice like that. Lives, Clarice. Clarice lives on... Her uncle's farm, and they slaughter lambs there. Uh, and it's no, called the Andrew, no, no, that's not true. A hundred percent, it's true. That's and she, he nails it in the background. Anthony Hopkins nails it. He tells her, and he goes, "What were you like molested by your uncle?" She goes, "No, he was a good man." Uh, but no, you are correct. Yep, you're absolutely yeah. correct. Refers to uh, Cleese Starling's traumatic childhood memory of witnessing lambs screaming as they were about to be slaughtered. Okay. I stand corrected. Good, good work, Ian. Good work. Good work. Don't good question work. me on any... Silence of the Lambs. Silence no, you of love Silence of the Lambs. All right, Kat, I will start with you. Who was your MVP of the movie? Um, I'm going to say um, whatever Sally is her name. Kat. Kat. 
Your name. Which is my name. Yes. <laughs> I know, I forget. She's always Sally Draper for Sally me. Sally Draper, yeah. I've, I watched way too or much Or Sabrina the Teenage Witch. No, absolutely. She's always Sally Draper. I agree but with you. But yeah. she, um, she was amazing. She was really, really good in the movie. I loved her character from beginning to end, from, like, her little evolution and, like, her little, you know, I... I I thought it was awesome. Yeah, I had her as mine, too. She was a great character. She kind of carried the movie, I think. And she was my favorite part of the movie because she was a crazy, crazy person, which I loved. Uh, who's your MVP, Andrew? Who's your favorite? Joan. Joan? Okay. Like I said, those laughing scenes with her. Yeah, good she stuff. She plays a great psychopath. Good stuff. She does a sure. really good job. Yeah, the laughing fits. Those were creepy as fuck. And then, yeah, when she kills uh, Rose's parents, that was mm. fucked up, too. And just, it's, you know... Ultimately, she is where the story ends because that's the older version of Cat, and it's just kind of sad to see like her try and gain Satan's acceptance again. He says no fucking way, and then she's just kind of standing. Could they in the have done a better road, job like, of screaming two actresses that they really look alike? They nailed it. They, yeah, yeah. They, they they nailed that part of it. Which is, I feel like they almost did too good of a job with that because that's why I kind of almost like I picked up on that. Like they had the same type of hair with like the dark roots with the bleach blonde, and it was. But it was almost... Yeah, it was... It was I don't just, know. I, yeah, I, 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 I thought something was up there from the get-go, just in yeah. my personal opinion. But, uh, yeah. But they never disclosed the age discrepancy at any point. Or did they with the license? They said... No, because how long ago did their daughter die? Nine years. Nine, nine years. years prior, oh, yeah. Yeah, but they said... But and never... she was a freshman there. Yeah. So you could Cat say... was a freshman and Rose was either a senior or a junior, I think. Right. Yeah, so... I don't know, it must have been a probably four-year age difference. So, All right, cool. Would you guys be interested in seeing a sequel to The Black Coat's Daughter? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think so, too. No. No? Think it's why good ru- as it is? Why ruin it? Because you still have more. I it mean, all gets she... ruined every time you go on. What, what's going to happen next? Yeah. Well, She'll exactly. Wait, I'll, I'll be clear. I don't think we're ever getting a sequel I to this movie. I don't want a sequel. We're just talking. We're spitballing here, talking hype. No need. No, There's it's... no need for a sequel. Yeah. It was a good standalone movie. Don't ruin it. I agree with you there. I could see both because there's definitely more stories to be told. If they had a sequel, I would see it. But um, and I think they could have a sequel. I mean, I I don't think it's out of the question. Sequels are never as good. I I would. I'm I'm with Andrew. I don't think everything needs a sequel. I would like to see them tarnish fewer movies by making sequels. There's only one black crappy sequel. It's not two. Yeah, leave it at one. Well, you know, Cat slash Joan is very much alive at the end of the movie, so it could just be her. Continuing on in madness, trying to figure out what the fuck she wants. That to do would with do herself. better on its own as a separate story that has nothing to do with that. Because that's yeah. just like, I don't know, it just yeah. doesn't do it. Like, well, just the sequel leave it there. would be where Joan ended up. Like, yeah, and that's great. But let's that's like a fan fiction. Let a fan write that and be like, oh, here's a fan fiction. Well, we're fans spitballing ideas for a potential sequel right now. Sure, so right. we're doing that. I mean, I get that, but that's why I'm like, I don't need to see that. Okay. One story. That's all you need. Just leave it at one. Okay. I can sequels. see both sides of the coin. I'm so sick of sequels. You know, to play it. To the play first one's better. The second France one's here. I'm on the fence. I could, I could go either way. But I would maybe lean a little bit more in Andrew's direction. I don't think it needs one, but I would watch one. Anything further on the Black Coat's Daughter, you guys, before we wrap it on up? Um, I really appreciate you guys not making fun of me by being cat and um, Again, being the you, blonde person. If you, had, if you hadn't make, brought it up. <laughs> yeah. all the things to make fun of you about. I knew. That I knew that was, oh, I'll tell, how would that not? I'll tell you a secret. I was the, I was the, 
I was the girl from Psycho, or not, was it, it wasn't Psycho, it was, um... Poltergeist. Poltergeist, oh my gosh, Poltergeist. She was a little blonde girl, we were having fun saying you're also a blonde girl, so that's you, obviously. Which mm-hmm. is not you, clearly, but... Secret, I can tell you? Yeah. There are lots of other people in the world that have the name Cat that's spelled K-A-T. That's great. Can we talk so. about this girl's name, though, real quick? Kiernan Shipka? Kiernan Shipka. Yeah, interesting name. Kiernan Shipka. Shipka. It's got a nice, it's like Art Vandalay. Art Vandalay. Or uh, H.E. Pennypacker. My, name, my name's Art Vandalay. I'm, I'm an architect. H.E. Pennypacker. What do I Wealthy do? Industrials. I'm in latex sales. <laughs> latex Why do I want to hire you to sell latex? All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode of America's Hometown Horror on the Black Coat's Daughter. We hope you guys enjoyed. If you want some more of us, because God knows who wouldn't, here's where you can find us on the following social media platforms, including YouTube and Facebook. Just go on there, search for America's Hometown Horror. We'll be the first thing that pops up. You can see our posts. You can watch our uh, episodes on YouTube. You can also tweet at us, at Hometown Horror. You can find us on Instagram, at Hometown Horror Pod. You can also email us at hometownhorrorpodcast at gmail.com, and you can find our show pretty much anywhere you find podcasts, but specifically Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, and wherever else you may get your shows. My name is Mike. Thanks again for listening to another episode of America's Hometown Horror, and I have been joined by and I have been joined by my esteemed co-hosts, Andrew and Kat. Thanks again, guys. Say goodbye to your listeners. Adios, muchachos. See you in hell. Hey everyone, it's Mike from America's Hometown Horror and just wanted to say thank you again for listening to another episode of our show because of course we would be nothing without you listeners. If you are interested in more local Plymouth podcasts, I would highly recommend you check out uh, some shows by our cohorts on the Inebriart Podcast Network. That's right, the Inebriart Podcast Network, folks. In addition to America's Hometown Horror, you can find the Inebriart Podcast, Bar Talk, Theme Park Legends, Retro Redoctopus, and Old Colony Cast. Head on over and give them a listen.